and welcome to the Teenage Daydream Podcast. I'm Jet. And I'm Jen. We are talking through all of our favorite early 2000s teen dramas. Woo! We're done the OC. Eventually, we're heading, you know, the Dawson's Creek, probably the Gossip Girls. Who knows what else? Oh, yeah. But we are still in the early stages of One Tree Hill. We really are. <laughs> Truly. We are season two, episode 19. I'm wide awake. It's morning. I didn't check what song this is. It's a Bright Eyes song. Okay. Okay. I was like, this is so familiar and I can't pinpoint what it is. Bright I feel Eyes. like Bright Eyes is one of those ones where it's like, how did I not always listen to this? But I feel like I've never like officially like purposely really listened to Bright Eyes. That's that's funny because like same with me. I have like a few Bright Eyes songs that. That like you probably like, oh, that. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah. Like, and like I have like I have them on a couple playlists, but weirdly I only started listening to them like. Yeah. In the last few years, which sounds bizarre because why wasn't I just listening to them the entire time? Yeah. Like, wasn't that part of the Seth Cohen starter pack? Yes. <laughs> so, like, what the hell? I know, right? <laughs> well, like, my friend Quinn, like, he he was my Seth Cohen. I, that, like, that's how I got Death Cab. That's how I got, like, right. Olive Boy, everything. And just, I know that he talked about Bright Eyes because, like, he was also a musician, but whatever. Yeah. <sighs> I don't even... Where did we leave off? <laughs> okay. So, you know what? That's an excellent question, and I don't actually really remember what happened in the previous episode. I'm not okay. going to lie to you. This is where Darby came, and then Anna came out, and Anna left. Right, right, right. Felix right, went right. to uh, military, boarding, whatever. Right. Boy school. Um, Whitey took Jenny to hide her. Jake went to jail. Right. Um, Brooke is still staying with um, Karen. I think Lucas is still technically staying with Dan, but he and Andy are, like, oh, right. trying to figure stuff out. Right, right, right. Because you keep seeing Lucas at his house, but I think he's still technically staying with Dan and Deb. Okay. Um, I think you're correct. Oh, and Nathan was dancing with Taylor in her bar in... Oh, right. ...the south somewhere, Georgia or something. Right. That episode. I feel like that's kind of the... The gist. Cool. Amazing. So that's where we left off. Yes. And we begin with everyone in bed. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> Except Dan. <laughs> so, like, we start with Lucas, who's lying in bed, and, like, he's saying some Joseph Conrad quote. Yeah, um, all the, like, just chipper as hell quotes today. Jesus. Um, yeah, we'll talk about that last one later. <laughs> and then it goes to, like, Peyton lying in bed, Brooks lying in bed, Deb's lying in bed. Dan's going for a run. <laughs> yeah. Um, Whitey and Jenny are jogging. Or driving. Yes, they're driving. They're not jogging. And then we see, like, Haley and Nathan in bed, but then, like, yeah. Haley evaporates and she's not actually there. Yeah, and, like, Nathan, you can see, like, he's, like, in his sleep. He kind of, like, reaches for where she yeah. would be in her spot in the bed and then wakes up and she's, like, not there and he's grabbing at nothing. Yeah. Um, so everyone's just in bed contemplating their lives. Much like I've spent most of my time recently. I mean, mood. So then Nathan gets up and turns out his uncle has broken into his house. Yes. <laughs> everyone just like goes into everyone's houses without knocking. Like, fine, sure, whatever, I guess. I mean, like, it, I won't lie, like, that is fairly small town, but. It's just so funny. Like... But it also feels more like, you know, 80s, 90s small towns. Not, we're already in the 2000s here, like, lock your doors. Right. <laughs> 
Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Anyway, whatever. Things are different in America. <laughs> Although, hilariously, you'd think that yeah. people would say that you don't have to lock your doors here. Anyway, moving on. Because <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Cooper is there, which I think we find out after they have a weird conversation about how he wants to purchase Nathan's I Hate Haley wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is what I'm now officially calling the sort of poorly painted pink wall with the yes. clown painting on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and it turns out that this is Deb's younger brother. Yes. He's like fairly substantially younger. He seems like a baby. Yeah, it was kind of hard to... T- well, but I mean... Like, how old is he supposed to be? Well, but we have to remember, too, that, like, in theory, like, Deb had Nathan oh, in, like, true, first year true, university true, 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 when she valid. was... Right? So she's technically still not quite or barely 35. Valid. Right? Like, her and Karen, Dan, they're that 35, 36. So, I mean, he could be 30. That's true. Right? Like, I feel like he's at yeah. least 30. Yeah, yeah, No, that doesn't so, yeah. make sense. That tracks. Yeah. Um, it's just because I keep thinking that they're, like, 40. I think that's what it is. In my brain, I just, like, they're parent-aged. But yeah. <laughs> they're a little younger than that. I mean, they are parent-aged. You know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> our parent aged yeah anyhow he's there because deb called him yeah. um, because nathan's a mess and i guess cooper's gonna help <laughs> by making fun of nathan because <laughs> that all because like, he just he ends up like bro. asking nathan like you know what's wrong like is she ugly or are you ugly but then he starts asking you know if his junk's working right or whatnot or like i don't know it's just like i don't think this is helpful it was such a weird conversation that i was like i'm just gonna blow past this yeah but anyway i guess they're gonna hang out now (laughs) (laughs) then lucas (laughs) this was also strange i mean it is technically his room i suppose but brooke is living there i guess he did knock yeah but it was yeah, he definitely did, because, like, or, well, she was sleeping, so he might have knocked, and she didn't quite wake up, and then he woke her up, or something like that. But, yeah, because he's going to, like, hide something in the closet. Mm-hmm. For Jake? He has some unclear. sort of backpack? And it sounded like he was hiding something for Jake. Yeah, it was very unclear what it was. Because they didn't really talk about it, and then they never yeah. talked about it again. Yeah. So, I don't know. He stashed something in his closet. We don't know what. It's a mystery. Yeah. Well, because it was weird because I think Brooke asks him and he says, I don't know yet. And I was like, what does that mean, Lucas? Or, well... Or is it something to do with Dan? Okay, I think... I think I may have just figured it out. Okay. <laughs> In my thought process here. Because it sounded like he was doing something for Jake. But I think it was a weird blending of the conversations. Okay. Because... He and Brooke do talk about Jake because I think he may have gone to see Jake and because, like, Jake's worried about Peyton and they're all worried about Peyton. And I think just, I think it was the way that they spoke. It made it sound like whatever he was hiding had something to do with Jake. But then at the end of the episode, when you see Brooke doing that thing with the stuff, wouldn't that have been the stuff that was in the backpack? Was that the backpack that Lucas had at Dan's when he took all the shredded garbage out of his shredder. Okay, did I completely miss that? 
because remember in whatever episode that was where he he swapped out the yeah, shredded yeah, yeah. garbage totally and he had it in a bag because spoiler at the very end of this episode brooke is rifling through shredded paper trying to put it back together okay I did fully, she know about I that already did that already that have a conversation doing that so clearly i looked it's, away from the tv screen for too long. well because it's it was in the montage at the end right where it was okay. quickly just like popping so it was just like it was enough to just see her starting to kind of soar through shredded paper okay. so i don't know then because hmm. yeah because i have it written down that he was like something about jake and then so now i'm thinking yes that that's what that was right yeah, because that, that, that actually ties it together. Because then otherwise, like, where did Brooke get the shredded paper from? Yeah, okay. No, that all makes perfect right? sense. Now. Okay. Okay, wonderful. We've discovered what's in the bag, folks. Yes. <laughs> and Lucas is going on a road trip with Nathan and Uncle and, Cooper. Yeah. But I feel like this road trip is not a far road trip, considering it all the be. things that happen in yeah. the rest of the episode. Correct. I'm now also realizing <laughs> Yes, no, I I realized that as everything was happening at the end. I was like, where are they? Yeah, like, <laughs> they didn't go that far. I feel like this was just a drive in the car, not yeah, a road trip. Not a road trip. <laughs> anyway. But yes. Ugh. We go to Karen's class that Andy teaches. Yeah. <sighs> and, you know, Andy's talking to them. And then... Who's there? But Dan. He's just the worst. He's the worst. All the time. All the time. All the time. And he's like, what are you doing here? And Dan's like, I'm auditing. And I was like, you're an asshole. I also feel like you still have to have the prof- professor's permission to audit class. Like, oh, 100%. You can't just walk in. 100%. But anyway. Either way, he starts giving some, like, stupid hypothetical quote-unquote about a guy named randy who hired a private investigator obviously this is andy um but then fully continues to talk about how randy might be sleeping with one of his students let's call her sharon while standing like right in front of karen well yeah because he kind of like pulls at her notebook and it's going on about how like oh sharon's getting an a and like because they're trying to talk about business ethics and stuff like that. And you're just yeah. like, oh, you're such a douchebag. Yeah, he's the worst. So Andy kicks him out, obviously. Yeah. But Dan can't help just, like, leaving off with being like, he just says, discuss, and then leaves the classroom. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you are the worst. Okay, and then I just have to point out. <laughs> there was, like, weird music. Yes! Oh it my was, God. like, a weird oh little... <laughs> it was, like, a weird little like sitcom it was yeah it was like, that natural up, like soundtrack score yeah thing. like yeah it was it was like in a kind of like oh wasn't that funny and i was like no it wasn't this music is so strange yeah it was super super weird <laughs> like it felt like the kind of thing that would have happened in like an episode of friends after something ridiculous happened in ross's class and it like in the same commercial. scenario but yeah. like would have been funny yes <laughs> I was just so thrown by it. I was like, what is happening right now? 100% because it like zoomed in on Andy's face and everything too. <laughs> it was so bizarre. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what is this? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> threw me for a loop. Didn't know what was happening there. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, 
Oh, yes. Then we end up at uh, the racetrack. Because mm-hmm. it turns out that Cooper races cars for a living. Yes. Um. Um, they make jokes about how he's, like, famous and has lots of money, but also has a lot of really hot ex-wives. Oh, yes, right. <laughs> um, and then I think he makes some sort of comment about, like, hey, well, like, you're next, or, you know, as if, like, Nathan's going to start racking up ex-wives or something. Mm-hmm. And then they meet Jeff Burton, who is a real-life race car driver, which is, like, such a throwback. <laughs> I figured, but I also know nothing about race car driving, which is hilarious for somebody who enjoys I was going to say, I'm like, oh, yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, like, I don't like, um, I definitely watched Formula One when mm. Jacques Villeneuve was okay. Um, kind of like the man, um, for anyone listening, Jacques Villeneuve was a very famous Canadian F1 driver, um, that name I in the mid nineties because I'm old. <laughs> um, but his, I also know his name. Well, and his father was also like, they were kind of like a Canadian right. race card, Montreal dynasty type thing. Um, but yeah, like NASCAR, I've definitely never watched, but like just some of the names you kind of like hear cause they're, you yeah, know, like they're in sure. commercials or like on a show yeah. like this. Um, but then the guy who kind of runs the racetrack slash is probably like the, the pit boss for uncle Cooper is like, Ooh, someone's driving your car and it ends up being his daughter who is a teenager and Nathan knows her and it's this whole thing. Yep. Yeah. Well, and of course, like. She goes by Tony, so at first you're like, oh, it's a guy, but it's actually not, and she takes off her helmet, and it's all... Well, yeah, because her name is Daytona. Daytona. <laughs> like, I understand when you have, like, a thing, and you want to, like, name your child after said thing, but, like, that's a little too... too mm-hmm. on the nose. Yeah. Daytona, gee. Either you're a trashy girl in Florida, or a race car driver. Mm-hmm. In Florida. Anyways. Yep. Um, oh, we get a brief little cut to Deb. Yep. Who's grabbing her pills out of the cupboard. Yes. Um, but then hesitates. She fills her glass with water. Yeah. Then you're like, oh, maybe she's going to reform herself. <clears throat> or this is the episode where things will happen. Yeah. Spoiler. But then we get a hilarious scene. So the fi- the family dynamic at the racetrack is there's Uncle Cooper. Mm-hmm. And then there's clearly like his like pit crew guy, whose then daughter is Tony. And his son, Jared, Jared, something like that. Yeah, I actually can't remember um, his name. Not gonna lie to you. Who in real life is actually Nathan's real life brother. Like James what? Lafferty. That's, that's little Lafferty. Oh my god, I didn't know that. Yes. Um... But he's asking, like, what the relation is, because he knows that Uncle Cooper is Nathan's uncle. Oh, yes. And he knows that Lucas is Nathan's brother. Mm-hmm. So then he's asking some sort of, like, oh, so that's Cooper's sister's something, something. And he's like, no, no, like, actually, Cooper's sister's husband's as was Yeah. <laughs> to explain how the, like, how he and Nathan so are brothers. <laughs> I just, like, died laughing. Oh, God, yeah. So I was right? like, oh, it's one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, and he says something about like that sounds like messy or something. Yeah. Lucas is like it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then poor Nathan. So like they're talking and he's asking Nathan how his marriage is going. Mm-hmm. 
and then continues on about how Nathan's going to be divorced before he can even get a girl to date him. And you're just like, oh, Nathan. Oh, I know. <sighs> anyway. Yes. They're all excited about potentially driving race cars the next yep. day. So they're going to get like a crash course in race car driving. Yes. And then they're going to take him out the next day. I'm sure nothing will happen. No, everything's going to be peachy keen. Yep. <laughs> oh, there's just so many, so rant, like, this episode, I just... <laughs> Listen, season two as a whole <laughs> is interesting. And that's about the best thing I can say about it. Yeah. So we go to the club. Yes. Where Karen is talking to Andy on the phone about... Dan and how they have to do something about him because yeah. he's the worst as we've established. Yes. Um, and Brooke and Peyton come by because Brooke is like trying to not cheer Peyton up. Well, a little bit cheer Peyton up, but like basically just, you know, Peyton's sad. They're trying yeah. to keep her company. Because um, Karen is like, yeah, like if there's anything I can do for you. And Peyton's like, please leave me alone. Like, just let me be sad. Yeah. <laughs> and Brooke's like, we can do that, but you have to do it with us. Anyway, it's yeah. really cute, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, they're just gonna hang out and then Deb comes by looking interesting yeah that was very 2005 oh, man. Here. What, where are we are we still in 2005 now I think so I think so maybe yeah either way mid aughts the hair Ooh. the top everything was very like man. very like a clubbing look <sighs> which it's the middle of the day Deb Oh, yeah, well, and hilariously, like... she comes in all like, I'm going to have a positive attitude. Like, I am turning things around. And Karen's like, Dan hired Jules to seduce Keith. And she's like, I'm having a drink. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Yeah. But then I think um, we kind of, does it cut back a little... It does, yeah. We, get, we go yeah. back to the racetrack for a minute where um, Tony is driving the car. I think the pacer car. Um, yeah. And the was, boys are in there. Yeah. Just like she's giving them basically the rundown on how to drive the cars. Except Nathan and Jared are talking about G-Unit. Yes. <laughs> and there I were just... a few little throwback moments in this episode that were hilarious to me. I just like stopped for a second and was like, right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but then she kind of like gives them shit and is like, you should be paying attention. Yeah. And then the girls, okay. then we come back to the girls and they're all like, because they're all missing people and Brooke is missing her money. Yeah. So then so they funny. dance. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so yeah, they start dancing. Um, We go back to the racetrack again where, I mean, basically Nathan's been giving her a hard time. Yeah. So she's sort of like half paying attention to the track. She keeps like taking her eyes off the road to look at them. Yeah. <laughs> and Lucas is like, um, maybe you should watch the track, which is hilarious because I'm like, she's probably driven this track so many times that she could do it in her sleep. Yeah. Um, well, but it's also like, it's not like a free court kind of like it's an oval. Right. You know, but anyways. But to but... put them in their place. Yeah, she's putting them in. She's definitely putting them in their place. Because then she, like, 
guns it and like does a she spins them out <laughs> yeah so they super like i think i went to like a controlled spin yeah um and i was like yes <laughs> <laughs> um and then we go back to the club annie comes in they're all still dancing and we find out that a student has reported their relationship to the dean and he has to go talk to the dean yeah so great we go back to the racetrack where apparently they're just sleeping out there in a tent yeah <laughs> sure that's cool i mean like you know what i'm here for it so whatever yep just do your thing that's fine this girl also plays guitar because she's a cool girl yeah <laughs> um which okay then this is also hilarious it's an acoustic guitar yeah but then she starts talking about how she should play some NWA or some Tupac. And I was like, on your acoustic? <laughs> <sighs> oh, yes. I mean, clearly she's just giving Nathan shit. But like, anyway, this is such a weird conversation. <laughs> but then she starts singing Where the Stars Go Blue. Yeah. If that's what that song is called. <laughs> um, which is the one that Haley did yes so Nathan's like I'm out <laughs> yeah yeah oh, boy and then she and Lucas just talk for a bit about like how Nathan was really sweet when they were kids and a really good friend and blah 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 yeah um, oh then Brooks doing the safe rides yes. and she's driving Deb home because yeah. Deb is Deb is drunk and she like purposely asks her like do you want me to walk you to the door mm-hmm. and Deb says no yeah I mentioned this for reasons later yes <laughs> Deb is also clearly painfully lonely like well cause cause Brooke makes that comment she's like you know say hello to your fancy mansion or something like yeah. some sort of comment on like because yeah, like, like your Brooks, big rich house or, yeah, or something right because like that's what Brooke's missing and then yeah. Deb has that moment just kind of like looking at it realizing how much of a shell of things it is yeah and then Brooke goes to pick up her next person <laughs> and it's Mouth yeah. who appears to be extremely loaded but then it turns out he's not actually drunk at all he yeah. just wants to hang out with Brooke <laughs> too cute yeah so he climbs in the front with her and they go to do the rest of her shift together yeah um we go to Andy and Karen after his meeting with the dean where he has been given an ultimatum which is either end the relationship or lose your job yeah so he quits yeah because he doesn't love teaching as much as he loves her and also there will be other teaching jobs and like because this kind of keeps coming up like doesn't have to work right like we've okay, established right? he's like a billion like right. a with like a b right like a billionaire oh, I think so. i'm right? fairly certain and i get it like you know you need to keep yourself busy like you're not just going yeah. like whatever i'm not taking away from yeah, that no, even 100 certain he does not need to work like i don't yeah. think he needs this job i think he's doing it because he enjoys it but like i feel like dan doesn't realize that i also feel like dan doesn't realize that because like Which throughout this whole episode they have this keep this back and forth right yeah and, like, I feel like if Dan realized that he was a 
a billionaire. billionaire. He'd be more pissed, but for like in a different way. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, I feel like there's no way Dan can know this. Yeah. Which is weird because you think all you'd have to do is look this man up. I was gonna say Google him. When did Google start being? Uh, well, that's just it, right? Like Google has existed since 1998, I believe. Okay, okay, I figured. But I feel like so this would have been like spring 2005. Yeah. This still wasn't really like a. I mean, yes, internet, obviously, but like not in that kind of. Oh, I'm just right. gonna Google that, right? Because it was always like yeah. Ask Jeeves or like other sort of. Oh, right. Netscape, whatever. <laughs> like it wasn't. You did stuff on the internet, but it wasn't like I don't feel like it was this source of like. Mm-hmm. oh wait how many teaspoons are in a tablespoon like that source of like right. going to like look for random information and then looking up people because like social media at this point would have been like barely myspace i was gonna say right or like in that like other like friends on the, like um because yeah. like facebook wasn't public 2005 it was maybe only harvard at that point yeah i can't remember the exact timeline but it definitely wasn't open to non-harvard students if it did exist at that point no, for Camera sure. Because, like, I started. Because I feel like I got it in 2008 I... and as, like, a yeah. outside human. Oh, okay. Because I was. I started university in 2005. Yeah. Because that's when I would have graduated high school. And I cannot. I know I got Facebook while I was there, but I yeah. can't remember what year it was. And well, you that, definitely and I feel like I still needed like... a university email address. Yeah, I feel like I had someone. It who was a student, like, had to invite me or something, too. Like, it was... Okay, yeah. But, yeah, so, like, to look people up, like, it wasn't really that much of a thing at this point. Okay. But, again, I also feel like Dan would have people that he could, like, just like Andy did, would kind of, you know, right. private eye Like, it surely it would not be that hard for him to find out that Andy was a billionaire. Yeah. And it, Dan doesn't seem like the kind of person who doesn't do his research. Right. So maybe he's just, like, it's possible that in all of his arrogance, he has just assumed that... Yeah. This man. <laughs> because he looks so young. Because this seems to be also a thing that Dan likes to go after. Which, again, yeah. I feel like Andy can't be that young. But whatever. Again, I'm still, like, I still feel like he's almost 30. <sighs> right. Whatever. <laughs> anyway. We move back to Brooke. They're picking up Erica this time, who is not drunk, but has gotten away from a sketchy situation with some dudes. Yeah, clearly did not look like a good night. That she met at Felix's party, which Felix. Yeah. So, um, Mouth invites her out to get food with them. Yay! Yeah. Oh, then we get Cooper and Nathan talking. <laughs> Back at the racetrack. Oh, my God. So... Um, I mean like listen Cooper has like a hot minute of decent advice Mm -hmm. because they're talking about like what it was like when his wife left him and like he says he was a mess too but he wasn't going to give up racing for her and Nathan's like well I would have given up basketball for Haley and Cooper makes actually a very good point Mm -hmm. when he says like would you have done that when you met her like is that why she left like are you a different person than when you met or than the person she fell in love with yeah I was like that's interesting and like maybe she's not the same person either and people change yeah 
um, you know, and he goes on to say something about like, you know, there are days when he felt better about it. And then days after that, where it felt worse, like it was sort of an up and down kind of thing. Yeah. And how it has to be like true love for both of you. And if it is, then fight for it. But also consider what if it wasn't? Yeah. Yikes. Well, and he, you know, like, cause he says like, you know, I'm not doing this to like be whatever. Like he's right. really just trying to like, yeah. And I think like, just have a, I don't want to say man conversation, a human conversation. Like, this isn't about the fact that they're young or teenagers and got married. No, for sure. This is just two people mm-hmm. who decided to get married. Because, like, people can change when they're older, too, right? Like, it's not... Oh, for sure. No, it was absolutely. just about, like, I've been married a few times. Yeah. This is what I've seen. I feel and like it's I one of, like... I do think the point about him giving up basketball for her was a valid one. Like... Yeah. I don't think that was the correct choice. No. And had Haley known, she wouldn't have wanted him to do that. Right. Right, like, that was the problem. you're not allowed to make a decision like that and then resent her for it when she, first of all, didn't even know that it happened. Exactly. And second of all, wouldn't have wanted him to do it if she had known. Yeah. So. Yep. Anyway. Yeah. Seems hilarious. <laughs> Dan comes into his office and finds Andy sitting there with his like feet up on the desk. <laughs> My favorite thing about Andy is how much he is not intimidated by Dan at all. He just at does not care. Like all. Not a little bit. He doesn't flinch at no, all. Not and once. It, you can tell it drives Dan crazy. Yeah. He <laughs> oh. hates it. Well, because he's always trying to, like, he says, you're, I think you're on the wrong side of the desk, little man. And he, like, calls him kid at one point. Like, he's always yes. trying to make him feel small. And Andy's always just like, you don't bother me. No. <laughs> cool. Yep. Keep going. Whatever. Don't care. Yep. Well, because they end up having some kind of talk about, like, like, do you, what was it? Like, do you believe in, do you believe in God? Do you believe in science? Do you believe in karma? Like, yeah. Andy's trying to figure, like, you know, what. Dan's thing is and eventually Andy's just like you know like I believe in karma like no matter what mm-hmm. you know something's gonna come around and I just maybe want to you know help sort of point it in the right direction mm-hmm. and again Dan's just like that's when he was like are you trying to threaten me kid yeah just like no and then he tries and he's like oh and I hear you know you're out of a job so he hands him a job application yeah and that's when I was like I don't think this man needs to work yeah that's when I was like <laughs> wait <laughs> Well, and it's funny, too, because Andy just smiles at him. Like, he's just like, whatever. Yeah. Like, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's very amusing to me. <laughs> I find it very satisfying to watch Andy interact with Dan. Yeah. Because he just cannot be rattled by him at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so then, okay, it was so funny when I was watching this scene, because at first I thought Peyton was going through a notebook, and then I was like, oh, my God, it's an address book. I know. <laughs> A very, like, pretty, like, elaborate, like, modern-day bullet journal version of a... Yes, that's exactly what it was. Like, everyone had their, like, names and, like, hand-drawn illustrated font and, like, little pictures and their phone number and their address and, like... Anyway, it took me a hot minute, A, because it didn't look like an average address book, and B, because no one keeps address books anymore. (laughs) 
not a thing. No, we all just count on this little brick that's next to us to just know. Yeah. Actually, to be fair, I have an Excel spreadsheet. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, she's going through it, ripping out pages. So she rips out Anna's. Yeah. She rips out Haley. Yeah. She rips out Keith. Yeah. And then she lands on Jake. Oh. And is sad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then we cut to Erica and Mouth and Brooke. Yes. And they're done with grabbing food. So she says she's going to walk home and then asks if Mouth wants to walk with her. Well, it's funny because she's like, you want to walk with me? And Brooke's like, oh, no, I can't. I have to finish my shift. And she's <laughs> like, I actually didn't mean you. <laughs> yeah. Well, then Mouth like runs to her and he's like, yes. And then he's like, oh. and then he runs back to Brooke. Uh, do you want me to keep hanging out with you? And she's like, no, like, go, like, get the girl. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's really cute. <laughs> very, very cute. Looks <laughs> oh. like I'm going to cough. goes to finish her shift and the next call she gets is from Peyton mm. she's like can you come pick me up I need to feel safe tonight and I was like <laughs> well yeah right because it's the whole like safe or whatever so she does the like yeah and like the pick me up it's not like it's yeah like I took it as like both right like physically pick me up but also like emotionally like pick, like mm-hmm. I need a pick up like I not... need to pick me up pick me up yeah and then but like not in like a drug sense yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then, like, the feel safe, as in, like, you know, whatever. And I was just like, oh. Yeah. So then they just, like, drive around. Yeah. Um. Oh, and then Mouth's uh, dropping Erica off at home. Yeah. Walked home together. <laughs> yeah. Again, I clearly, aside from, like, some of the racetrack stuff, don't remember this episode. Oh, yeah, no. This 100% happening. forgot about this. I was like, hold the phone. Erica Marsh and Mouth? I don't remember this at all. <laughs> well, because... She kind of comments of, like, makes some sort of comment, and then he's like, oh, wait, like, can, like, can I ask you on a date? And she's like, oh, well, I kind of thought this was a date. And then they kiss, and I was like, yeah. what? I did not remember Mouth no. getting this action. Me neither. Anyway, it's really cute, though, because he's so excited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's adorable. Yeah. Then, oh. <laughs> then it's the next morning. Yeah. Dan's walking outside with his mug of coffee to get the paper. Yeah. And finds Deb passed out in the garden. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Like, fully just passed out. And then... He proceeds to lean over her, pick up the paper, which is behind her. I was like, oh, he's just going to leave her there. But no, no, no. He doesn't just leave her there. He then proceeds to turn the sprinklers on. Yeah. So that she gets soaking wet. What a dick. Yeah. He's just the worst all the time. Yeah, he really is. 
And I, I just really forgot, like, I knew I never liked him. Mm-hmm. I know, like, the thing that he does. Mm-hmm. I know what ends up happening to him. But I just, and I know we've said this, but, like, I absolutely forgot how oh, yeah. awful he is. As, as He is not even a human being. Like, I, I know. And I just forgot. And, like, I have watched a lot of TV, and, like, he is the oh, yeah. villain. Yeah. Anyway. Then. Oh, this is when we go back to the track. Yeah. So they're, the guys, they're, they're in their cars. Tony's in a car. And then the younger brother, who, Jared, you said his name was? Yeah, I think, like it's either Jared or Jarrett. But some okay. sort of Jared. Yeah. All right. Whatever his name is, uh, is driving the pacer car. Yeah. And they're getting like the rundown about the rules. They're not allowed to go above, I can't even remember. Seven. Seven, that's it. Or like <laughs> six is where you're, if you're at six, that's about 140 miles an hour. Yeah. So like no one goes to seven. Yeah. Well, it's so funny, too, when I was watching this with, like, the speed and, like, it pushing 120 miles per hour. And I was mm-hmm. like, it's not that fast. And I was like, oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it I'm is. I'm thinking in kilometers per hour. <laughs> That's, like, 200 kilometers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, right. Right, right, right. I forgot how yes. that translates. <laughs> yes. We are in Canada. Most of our highways are around 100 kilometers an hour, which is the equivalent of 62 miles per hour for anyone driving. Yeah, and everyone, as a general standard, drives at around 120 kilometers an hour. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of the main highways have gone up to 110 because everyone was going. All the main highways in New Brunswick are 110. Yeah, I think Manitoba just went up to 110, too. Yeah. To be fair, there's nobody on New Brunswick highways, so. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of times that I've gone from Brandon to Winnipeg on the highway, <laughs> the number one. Right. Um, and then all of a sudden, like, been there and been like, wait, how did that happen? <laughs> Yeah. It's a straight, it's just a straight line. You just, yep. it just happens. And then you just go fast. Anyway, yes. So they're racing. Yay. Yes. The whole time I was like, I want to do this. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I thought about you the whole time. <laughs> I was like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Drive fast cars. Um... And it's always kind of um, Uncle Cooper and Nathan kind of going back and forth and like, yeah. Tony is kind of like in there and stuff like that, but she's definitely not trying to like, she's kind of letting them kind of do their thing and her and Lucas are a little bit back. Yeah. Uh. yeah well, and like Cooper, like Nathan keeps trying to get around Cooper and Cooper keeps blocking him. Yeah. And then when nine, when Nathan finally gets ahead of him, like Cooper actually bumps him. Yeah. I was like, whoa. Well, yeah. Even Tony's like, oh my God, I can't believe you bumped him. Like, and he's Don't just like, mm, too bad. For a couple of people who have never been, Behind the wheel of a race car before. Yeah. Anyway. Um, they do their laps. It's real fun. Cooper wins. Yep. They are told to bring cars into the pits. Yep. Nathan does not. Nope. Decides to keep driving another lap. <sighs> Meanwhile, while he's doing this, we get a bunch of flashes of, like, clearly he's thinking about Haley. Yeah everything that's gone down yep 
And then... Well, because everyone keeps being like, hey, like... Oh, yeah, they're trying to bring him in, like... You know, come in, like, you're starting to go too fast. Yep, that's the other thing. I've never seen someone who lost, like, do a victory lap, like... And he keeps pushing and pushing and pushing. And then finally he's like, so if we weren't supposed to do seven, what does eight feel like? And he, like, goes Mm -hmm. and he ends up almost at nine. (sighs) Yep. And then... He yeah no then he crashes, so he hits the the side, yep. and fully loses control of the car, so like totals it, and then of course it catches fire because that's what every NASCAR does every time. I mean like you're going really fast. Well yeah and just like the the, the amount like, of fuel and the type of fuel yes like, yeah. and the friction of like sparks are flying like yeah. so they have to pull him out, he's unconscious. Next scene, we're at the hospital. He's being, yeah. being brought in on a gurney. Regains consciousness enough to tell Lucas not to call Haley. Okay. Oh, yeah. For once, I'm like, I do want Lucas to disobey this order. Yeah, I know. Um, switch back to Deb and Dan for a hot minute. Oh, obviously. Yeah. So she's come in after her situation. Dan says, you going to tell me where you were all night, Anna Nicole? And I was like, oh, man. I Anna Nicole Smith. Okay, so she was this blonde girl who, like, married, like, a 90-year-old bridge man. And I think in the end ended up with his money. I think remember, so. I can't I remember exactly how it ended remember up. remember very few details about the whole Anna Nicole Smith um, thing. Well, then she had her own show for a while. Like, reality show, like, at the beginning of reality shows. Mm-hmm. And I just remember, because, like, the theme song was like, Anna, 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 Nicole. Oh um, as, soon as, as soon as he said that, it, like, came in my head. I was just like, Anna. Uh, but, yeah, so, like, obviously, like, his, some of his family or the trust or something, like, tried to take her to court. And, like, right. she had a daughter, but I can't remember if it was actually, like, his or not. Because, like, again, he was at the point where there may not have been things swimming because he was literally so old. Right. But yeah, like, I think she... Yeah. Anyways. Very topical reference at the time, but hilarious to hear now. Yes. Because I have not thought about Anna Nicole in a really long time. Right? <laughs> yeah. But then also, she died. Yeah. Of, like... A drug overdose. Drug overdose. So, like a couple years after this, I was gonna say after this, this is not like, but a like barely, like really it was like 2007 or something. Yeah, it was, like it was re- not. yeah, it was not far after. Um, yeah, she had two kids because, yeah, she was like a like Playboy center fielder, center fold or something. Yeah, yeah, anyway, it was just like such an old reference that I was mm-hmm. like, or such a like reference of the yeah. time that I was like, oh man, forgot about that. Yeah. Um, but then she's like, I know what you did yeah. with Keith. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she's boiling a pot of water. And he's like, what's that for? And she's like, I'm boiling water to throw on you. And she's putting syrup in it. He's like, so what's the syrup for? And she's like, that's so it sticks. <laughs> I was like, damn. And then she's straight up is like, when you had that heart attack and were lying on the beach house floor, she's like, I prayed that you died. Like, whoa. Yeah, when you were in the hospital. Because like, we saw her in the chapel at the hospital, but we didn't really 
Because, like, Nathan and Haley came in and she kind of got mad at them because they thought it was right. part of something like that. But we never, like, really got her side of things. And she yeah. was just like, no, like, I was there praying that you died. And you're yeah. like, Ugh. And she's like, basically, I am leaving this because if we don't, one of us is going to die soon. And you're like, whoa, Deb. Which is when the phone rings. Yeah. And you're like, well, that's about Nathan. Yeah. They rush to the hospital. Nathan needs blood, but he has some kind of rare antigen. And Deb's like, I have the same. Take mine. Becomes relevant later. Which also seems, like, weird. But anyways, whatever. Yeah, I wasn't... I didn't know what that was. I mean, he could have a weird blood type that she would have, and that would make sense. Yeah, it was just kind of the, like, the way they brought it up. And they were like, oh, yeah. rare antigen. It's like, yeah, I feel like at this point they would probably know. Yeah, Your kid has some blood, but whatever. Because, like, the last time he was, you know, like... He's been in the hospital since we started watching that, the show. So like, oh yeah, that's right. Um, but anyway, it was clearly just to set up what happens, and that was yes, like, okay, no, fine. absolutely. I understand how TV works. Yeah. <laughs> we flipped to Peyton for a minute. He's in her room, um, flipping through some albums. I actually think the album that she is looking at is "I'm Wide Awake It's Morning." Uh, you're probably right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because it was very familiar, and I was like, I think that's a Bright Eyes album cover. Um, so I'm fairly certain it's that album. Yeah. Just as a, you know, little reference to the episode title. Sometimes it's there, sometimes it's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Whitey comes in, does actually make a comment about how she should lock her door. I always appreciate when someone tells Peyton she should lock her door. And, like, yeah. listen, this isn't even, like, this is just because she's a young girl living in this giant house by herself. That's just it, yeah, like... Please lock your door. She's just, no matter who or what she is, she's a person alone. But then she's a right. teenager alone. But then yeah. she's a girl alone. But then, like, it's, it's like all of the reasons yeah. that you should lock your door are her. Yeah. <laughs> like... Um, but then he just starts... He's funny. It's cute the way he does it. He's like, have you ever been to Florida? And he starts, like, talking about this place in Florida. And he's like, it's a great place to raise a child. And, mm-hmm. you know, or to have a child. Stay with family until things are figured out. So, yeah. basically, he's just letting her know that Jenny is okay. Yeah. And Jake wanted her to know that. Mm-hmm. And then we find out that she went to go see him that morning and he asked her not to come by anymore because it's too hard hard. (laughs) she's very sad about it obviously yeah um we go back to the hospital yes the doctor is telling them that (laughs) Nathan's in surgery yeah they have found other blood he makes Deb's such like, a flippant comment. I know. So yeah, he's in surgery and we found other blood. Yeah. And Deb's like, did you need more? Like, was that not enough? And he's like, um, how long have you been using or abusing prescription drugs? We couldn't use that. And you're like, oh damn. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> Brooke comes by the hospital. This is this is the point where we were like, this clearly has to be close by because everyone is just coming very easily. Like Brooke's at the hospital now. Yeah, so like aside from like, yes, she has a car, but like 
everyone's getting there relatively fast. Really, like, they weren't yeah. driving, like, more than an hour. No, for sure. They got there fairly quickly. Yeah. Because then, yeah, then Dan is asking Deb about the pills. Yeah. She, he's like, how long? Have, I can't remember. He asks how long she's been using yeah. them, and I can't remember what her answer was. She says since she quit her job. Oh, that's right. And then he says why, and she says because I'm married to you. <laughs> Yikes. Yep. Then Dan goes after Cooper. <laughs> then Andy has to interfere. This is the other thing. So then Andy and Karen are there. Yeah. <sighs> Um, oh, then Andy does make a comment about, like, how's that karma for you, Dan? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's... Well, and because, like, there's a glimpse of, like, Dan just being like, oh. Yep. Like, because, like, you know, because you know that face, that Dan face that he gets when he's being a smug, asshole? Yes. And he's just that, like, and, like, it drops for a second. Mm-hmm. And you can tell he just has that moment of, like, Yep. You know, like, it's not, karma doesn't, like, it doesn't mean that's coming for you, mm-hmm. physically you, you know? So, yeah. And then, Daytona and Lucas yes. are back at the track. Yeah. All of a sudden. I had questions about that, too, but whatever. But it's because we needed to have this conversation. They couldn't have had this conversation at the hospital? Well, but then, because they weren't looking at the evidence. But they watched it happen. I know. <laughs> anyway, they're looking at the track marks. Yeah. Um, and they're talking about how, like, he's an athlete. He has good reflexes. He would have turned left. Like, it looks like he did it on purpose, basically. Yeah, it's not that he accidentally went into the side nope. rail. He drove nope. into he the side He drove rail. into that. Yeah. Which I think was fairly heavily implied by all the things flashing yes. in his mind. Yeah, and I, I think it's just like they had to sort of think about it because it wasn't like mm-hmm. he drove straight in. He it was like yeah, he like side to the side. It. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that kind of that's why it gave them a little bit of room to like have the discussion. To I have guess. it look like maybe it might have been an accident. Yeah. And then getting this Stephen King quote. Oh my god! Jesus Christ. Do you have it? I have it here. I don't have it, so please go. Okay. So then we hear Lucas saying the quote over the, like, mm-hmm. end quick montage. Time takes it all, whether you want it to or not. Time takes it all. Time bears it away. And in the end, there's only darkness. Sometimes we find others in that darkness, and sometimes we lose them there again. Mm-hmm. Listen, I don't know if I was just having a time today or what, <laughs> but straight up, like we were talking about this before we started recording, this literally I was not okay. Cry. I was not okay. And it's from the Green Mile, right? Probably, yeah. I I read the Green Mile when it was coming out in like single issues like a okay. thousand years ago, so I can't remember. But yeah, that sounds yeah. Because I knew I recognized it. Like, it was familiar. Mm-hmm. Damn. But I was like, Jesus, Stephen King, calm down. Well, I got distracted because there's, like, that book by 
uh, what is it, Flannery O'Connor? What's the oh, vi- yeah. violent bears in the way? Or, and I was like, wait, does this have some? Is this referencing something else? Is this even just all kinds of emo? I can't deal with it. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot right there at the end after Nathan's. Well, yeah, because like so, as that's happening, we see Nathan in surgery. We see. I feel like there's a hot second where we see Deb, you know, contemplating mm-hmm. the universe. Um, this is where we then see Brooke playing with those shredded papers. Oh, okay. So I think that is what happened. Okay. She got nosy for the bag. Cause, cause, right? Because Lucas was like, oh, I don't really know what it is, but like it might be helpful later. So mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. Because I feel like that's actually what happens is she manages to like... Piece it together. Put the papers back together. And then we see Peyton in her car outside of the jail, like not going in to see Jake. Oh, okay. It's possible that I was so distracted by the Stephen King quote that I just didn't pay attention to this montage at yeah. all. Yeah. Because I was just like, Jesus yeah. Christ. What are you doing to me here? Well, because it was Lord. that, and there was like a sad song, and like... Oh, yeah, right? Good <laughs> God. It was a lot. And then that's how it ended. Yeah, that's that's where we ended. And I was like, Yeah, Damn. seeing Nathan in surgery, and you're just like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So... Man, who did you have as most annoying? Dan. Yeah. He was just... Simply, like, for the classroom scene alone, because it was so obnoxious. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, we have some new people who I feel like we're probably never yes, going to see do. again. Or I guess, I mean, maybe well, we'll see them in see the follow again. episode, right? Yeah. Well, we'll see Cooper multiple times. There, He has other parts to play in this huh. show. Before or after the big leaving moment? Before. Oh. Things I don't remember. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's a fairly substantial catalyst in uh, another season finale. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so as we mentioned, uh, Dirt is played by Nathan's real-life little brother, Little Lafferty. Um, and Uncle Cooper is Michael Truco, who's one of those guys who's just been on one he's episode just in, like, of everything. everything. Yeah. <laughs> he's in quite a few episodes of Midnight Mass recently. Hmm. Um, he was on Revenge, apparently. Hmm. How I Met Your Mother, Battlestar Galactica. It's just, like, all so random. Yeah. He's in a few episodes of place. Sabrina the Teenage Witch, like, Amazing. like the old one. Yeah. No. Not the Chilling Adventures. Adventures. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then Daytona is uh, Skylar Fisk. Yeah. Um, who is the daughter of Sissy Spacek. Oh, I did not realize that. Yes. Um, and I know her from Orange County, which was that movie with Colin Hanks yeah. and Jack Black. And it was just like ridiculous hilariousness around this time, too. Yes. But she was also in Snow Day, which was another random movie that. I feel like that I might have been too old for that. Probably. It was like 2000, I think. So I would have been like 13. So I think I was like its target audience. She was also in the 1995 Babysitter's Club movie. Oh, wow. And also, now that you say that she's the daughter of Sissy Spacek, this other random movie called Trading Mom. Yeah. Um, I don't think she was a very major character in it, but basically they go to like a mommy market and they're like trading the mom who is Sissy Spacek. (laughs) Um, And it's, uh, what's her face? The girl, I can't remember her name ever. The girl from My Girl. Anna Chomsky. Yes, that's the one. Crazy. So just random. Because I was like, why do I know her face so much? Well, it's partially because she 
really does look like her mom. Yes, she does. Um, now that you but then, yeah, because yeah. she was in, like, random stuff. Yeah, in, like, and Orange County is the other one that yeah. definitely I remember her from. Man, I watched that a lot. Yeah. It was a good time. It had a really good soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, it was decent. Yeah. Um, um, what else do we got? We don't really have much high school going on because no one's in school right now, apparently. No, although the, the part with Mouth walking Erica home and, like, getting his yeah. little kiss was very, like... Yeah. I would take that right now as a very old lady. Um, I know, right? Um, did you have a quote of the episode? <laughs> I went with Deb after she finds out about when Karen just drops the <laughs> Dan bomb on her of what he did yeah. to Keith. And she's like, life sucks. I need a drink. And I was like, <laughs> mood, Deb. That's a good one, yeah. Yeah. Um, I now realize because we had talked about this, but um, I had Brooke because so I think Lucas did knock because then he comes in and he says, "Hey Brooke, are you decent?" And mm. she says, "Dressed, yes, decent. I've never been decent." <laughs> oh Brooke, I know, right? It's just like oh, yeah, every time. Um, and did you have a song of the episode? I mean, I feel like. I mean, there were like a few. I do think it goes to get up kids song like yeah. a man possessed when oh Nathan's that was driving when Nathan's driving yeah yeah when he crashes well yeah because it was such a toss-up I mean there's been so many get up kids songs on Wonder Hill just in general yes um because yeah because Abilene by Damien yes that one was at the end was like one, yes. super emo but then yes. also there just the fact that there was a, a velvet revolver song I know right again I was like oh yeah mm-hmm. things I've completely forgot about mm-hmm and then, like, the Citizen Cope song, yes, Sun's Gonna Rise, was, like, too. when the ladies were dancing and the guys were first getting their lesson was kind of, like... Yeah, so there were, like, a couple of, like, actual significant song moments in it. Yeah. So it was hard to pick just one. But, yeah, Like a Man Possessed was pretty... pretty solid. Yeah. Is that everything? I can't remember. How do we do this again? <laughs> that's our episode. No, that's it. And like, what this is the one that now? we speculate about what happened. Well, uh, unfortunately, I do know. I do. Mm. I don't actually remember what happens in the episode, but I do know it's one of those ones where, like, we get like a weird alt episode while Nathan's in his coma. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. Not that I'm like opposed to that, but I just. No, I am though. I fully am it. opposed to that. I just. It's not my favorite. Yeah. trope that's yeah. what we're gonna call it i just i don't love it sometimes it works mostly because well, yeah because on the oc there was one of those episodes yes um because like ryan and Taylor Taylor. Townsend? yeah yeah they fall off the ladder at like christmas or whatever right and then mm-hmm. so they're both in like <laughs> conveniently in comas uh baby comas though yeah and then like they're trying to get uh, like they realized that they're the reason I was okay with that episode was because it was that like oh this has happened like we have to like they're actively like working to get out of it right so it's sort of like a a task like not not a game but like a you know uh what you know adventure type thing whereas like I don't know what happens with this Nathan one like is it just yeah simply an alt universe I'm not really sure or like, the, I awareness? feel like the only episode I've ever kind of enjoyed like this was the Friends one. 
And even that, in retrospect, probably doesn't work that well. Yeah, I recently, semi-recently, or like over the summer at some point, rewatched Friends. And it was like, it was fine. The thing with Friends is that a lot of it did not age particularly well. No, I just really needed something to like have on in the background, yeah. and like uh, you know, like the first few seasons, like right, like the like the good episodes were there, but yeah, after that, I was just like, oof. Um, yeah, yeah, but yes, yeah, so, like I don't like. Again, it's the the awareness side of it. Like, if this is just, oh, I'm in a coma, and this is an alt universe. I'm fairly certain that's what it is. Mm, yeah, I'm. I'm. That's a little sus for me. So. That's what we have to uh, look forward to in the next episode. Cool. I don't remember how this season ends even remotely because we're, we're coming up to the end of it. Next one is episode 20. So we only have four episodes after that. Is it 24 episodes this season? Uh, or is it more than that? I think it's it less than that. I think it might only be 23. Oh, okay. I'm trying to scroll here, but it's not. It's 23. Okay. So, so yeah, we only so have four we, episodes left. So we left. only have four episodes left. So in theory, if we have alt universe, yeah. then there's only three episodes. Yeah. So like, and like, so like, how much like, Haley has to come back. We have to yeah. feel like pay like literally everything's tough. And I fully <laughs> don't remember because been... the only thing that I remember building up to in this season is this episode, like hmm. that. Yeah. Nathan's crash. That's all I really <laughs> remember. Yeah. About this season, other than like I knew Felix and Anna were there. I remembered some of that, but like everything else has just been. Oh, and actually even just like quickly looking at it, episodes 22 and 23 were actually, it was like a two hour season oh, two finale. Hour. Okay. It was like so a. really, we only have two episodes left before the like. Yeah. Long season finale. Mm-hmm. Okay. So who knows? I don't know. Wild. 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 Just get our weird alt episode. <laughs> well. Join us in the alt universe next week and we'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see you then. Bye.